All right, welcome back, Nebraska Athletics Podcast. We're looking at uh, episode 21. It is 2 p.m. here on a Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday, May 29th. Uh, well, Brian, let's jump right into basketball. We got some news that just came out here in, I think, the last about hour. Um, Isaiah Roby has decided what he is doing with his uh, future. What is uh, Mr. Roby going to do? He is staying in the draft, as we pretty much all assumed, I think. At least I did, and I think maybe you did, too. And I don't think it was any big-kept secret that that was probably the way he was leaning. And and he announced today that he is staying in the draft. Today is the deadline, eleven fifty nine tonight I believe um, Eastern time but anyway he beat that by, by several hours and and went on ahead and uh, went ahead and announced today that he's staying in the draft and foregoing his senior season and he recently just had a, uh, a statement on his uh, Twitter account here and I'll pull it up here and read it to you but he's uh, he's staying and I, I, I think it's the right decision I really do for him and I, I think the the way the draft is set up right now that he's and he, he showed well enough in the combine and especially with the turnover and everything that's going on currently in Nebraska, it just seems like a good time for him to, uh, you know, kind of spread his wings. And it's a big wingspan, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a good chance for him to get out there and, uh, uh, and, you know, see what happens in the draft. And I, as we all know, Nebraska has not had a player drafted since uh, Vincent Hamilton in exactly 20 years ago. So hopefully Isaiah Roby, uh, who's been a great ambassador for the university and a a great player and a great person to work with. Hopefully, he can be the one to uh, to end that streak. Yeah, and I know most. I'm I'm assuming this uh, factored into his decision, but you know most projections have him getting drafted somewhere. Um, yeah, a lot of them have second round. There's a few that have him going late first round. So, um, yeah, best of luck to him. Um, would have been great to have him back. I think he would have played well in Coach Hoiberg's system. But yeah, you can't uh, you can't knock a guy that I'm sure it's been a dream of his. To start playing basketball, playing the NBA, and if you got a shot to do that, yeah. you can't. You can't hold that against anybody. And that's exactly what he said here in his statement. Uh, first, I want to thank God for putting me in the position I am in today, and for the opportunities and events that He's already put me through to get here. Throughout the draft process, I have been able to grow on the court as well as off. I have been blessed to be able to represent the University of Nebraska and to have been surrounded by such great people in Lincoln. With that being said, I have decided to stay in the NBA draft and forego my senior season. Playing in the NBA has always been my dream, and I feel this is the right time for me to pursue that. I want to thank all of my coaches and teammates that I had at Nebraska, as well as all of Husker Nation. I will always be a Husker, Isaiah Roby. So, very well put. Yeah, I think so, and uh, I don't think there's any hard feelings with anybody because the fans get three years of, uh, of great basketball from him, and I know they all saw the potential and, and what he can do and it'll be great for the program if he can get drafted mm-hmm. like i said in that streak and and uh, maybe start a different streak of players getting drafted every year now but we'll have to see if that happens so uh but i, I think it's the right move and i think it's the move that everybody pretty much expected yeah i would i would agree with that i i would have been shocked today if news would have came out that he was going to be uh in a nebraska basketball jersey next year um mm-hmm. well speaking of guys that will be um that puts the roster down to 15 now, 13 scholarship guys, plus two walk-ons, uh, two walk-ons being uh, Jace Piekowski and Charlie Easley. Um, so I think we're, we're, I would assume, set now on uh, who you'll see on the court next year, minus, I guess, the, the two guys that will mm-hmm. have to sit out next year because of the transfer. But um, 
Yeah, we ran down that uh, last last pod. What was our last one? The last I can't yeah. remember. We yeah, last podcast I think we went through all the uh, the roster, the the new players, and the, the transfers, and the <laughs> just everybody coming in. It's uh, it's it's going to be interesting, uh, and that's that's putting it lightly, just to see how all these players mesh and, and who does what, and it's like a new toy room or something almost. And I mean, I think fans will have fun getting. Uh, to know a, group, a new group of players that do style of system and just make sure you bring your roster to every mm-hmm. game. It's going to take a while for, uh, especially for sports and dancers. I think we talked about. There's a couple of names on there that are not. <laughs> well, not only that, it's, it's 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 learning faces with names. Yes. As a play-by-play guy, you you know you you know all the players, and you know you lose a couple each year, and you remember who they mm-hmm. are, and or you you know you quickly get to know the new guys and who they are. But now the whole team's new, and it's like you don't know anybody. It's like you could be. You know, I wonder if you have like a practice for for Kent Vilka. What if he comes <laughs> into like a scrimmage and just announces it? I'm, I'm kind of serious because he he doesn't know these faces any more exactly. than you or I do, and I, it's just going to be interesting to see how that works out too. I never even really thought about that. So, well, and one thing I think we've talked about, but I'm not 100 percent sure we have this team. We'll get a little extra bonding time this summer. They are every every four years. Um, teams have an opportunity to take a, a foreign trip, and the team is going to Italy. I believe that's mm-hmm. correct, Italy. Correct. Um, I assume that's uh, early August, I believe. Yeah, they're usually in August. Um, so. so that's going to be a, a real plus for this team this summer. Not that you know they can't get some workout in at Lincoln, but they'll basically be around each other uh, on a trip to Italy this year, play play some actual games, um, I guess some foreign teams, scrimmages, and probably, I mean, they're actually not real games, I guess, counting towards any kind of record, but sure. um, get some time on the court with each other, and uh, that's probably going to pay some big dividends. Uh, the women's yeah, team is actually going as well. Yeah, but. I was going to say the women are too, but for the men, I mean, there can't be a better year for uh, getting to know you type of trip mm-hmm. because nobody knows each other, so... Um, those those trips always seem to come out about the right time, and obviously this is a great time for one of those trips for the men's program. And so, yeah, getting to know you, um, getting to know the guys on the court, off the court, their quirks and their funny mm-hmm. things, and that's just one of those things you can do when you uh, can spend what eight, nine, ten days together at a on a trip like that. So a lot of foreign travel this year for uh, Husker teams. Uh, both the men and women are going to Italy. Um, the women's soccer team is leaving for Scotland in I think about two weeks. And then the volleyball team is making their uh, every four year trip to China, which mm-hmm. that's kind of where they go every time. I know the uh, basketball and soccer, they kind of do different stuff. I know the women last, the women's basketball team last time went to Australia. I don't remember the last uh, men went Somewhere in the Caribbean, I believe. I thought they went to Spain. Oh yes, that's right. The men were on a during the season. They went on to a uh, the Caribbean somewhere for a tournament. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Is that true too? They're going to the Cayman Islands this year. Yes, right? they are going this year. I have, um, next thing I was going to talk about is okay. Is that true? Yeah. From a scheduling standpoint, we really <laughs> lots don't, of travel. Yeah. Yes, we uh, we don't really know much about the schedule next year, other than the team is going to uh, Georgetown Grand Cayman for a tournament um, Thanksgiving week, and we do know that they will not be playing in the Gavit Games because yeah. those matchups came out today, and Nebraska is not in that. Um, I believe they're. I believe the. Big Ten ACC Challenge is still a thing. Yeah, um, we do not know that matchup yet. I'm assuming we'll know that sometime in the next yeah couple weeks. The program so. might know it, but we don't know it. So yes. I, I don't know when that comes out. But 
soon, and then the schedule, I think, at least for the non-conference, will be out fairly soon, too. I think, yes. it, I think it's done. It's just me some dotting of I's and crossing mm-hmm. the T's, and, and then there you go. So i got to figure out some dates with PBA, uh, yeah. women also playing there, and concerts and such. Um, well, let's move over to baseball. We saw baseball going. Uh, nice run for Darren Erstead's team last week in Omaha. Um, got to the championship game. Um, obviously, did not win the championship. Was in somewhat of an interesting situation, though, because um, unlike other teams in the tournament, Nebraska didn't need to win the tournament to make mm-hmm. it in. The, they were they felt pretty safe that they were going to be in the NCAA tournament. However, the team they were playing, Ohio State, needed to win that game to get into the NCAA tournament. And so I always find it weird when you see an, a, a tournament championship game like that. You have one team that obviously they want to win the game, but they're stakes are not as high because you know they're not going to burn some pitchers that they want to use later in the week obviously matt waldron started that game um, but that was a regular uh, bullpen day for him but didn't go as deep as he normally would um ohio state on the other hand had a guy close the first game of the day for them to get to the championship game and then the guy came back and close and ended up winning a a tournament player 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 of the tournament um yeah, good run for Coach Urstead's team. Um, Monday, they found out they're in the Oklahoma City Regional. Um, Oklahoma State, the number one seed in that bracket. The games were originally scheduled to be in Stillwater. However, due to some weather, um, both recently and expected, um, those games that game those games have been moved to Oklahoma City to Bricktown Ballpark, which Husker fans are pretty familiar with because that was the and so is the host of a lot of Big Ten, Big 12 tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a draw standpoint, I think that's about the best draw the Huskers could get if you want to get fans out there. Yeah, I think so too. And it's kind of a neutral, you know, it's not a home site yeah, for Oklahoma a, State, it's so it's, it's more of a neutral setting. And it's an easy drive for Husker fans, and it's a good reminiscing time for the Big 8 and Big 12 era mm-hmm. for Nebraska fans. And that ballpark has been kind to Nebraska baseball. I believe they won the tournament in 1989. Is that right? The Big 12 right. tournament, and that was kind of the beginning of the uh, of the big turnaround, really, mm-hmm. for Nebraska baseball. Kind of, you could kind of trace it back to maybe that tournament in that stadium uh, 20 years ago. So that'll be a good uh, a good reminiscing, good throwback thing for Nebraska fans to go back to uh, to Brooktown and to the ballpark there. I don't know the exact name of the ballpark anymore. Uh, I believe it's Chick- Chick- Chickasaw. Chickasaw. Okay, Chesapeake or Chesapeake? Yeah, they're the it's the home field for the. Uh, uh, minor league affiliate of the Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of the the opening round matchup, the Huskers will be playing at noon on Friday. Team left today. They'll practice down there tomorrow, and then they open up uh, they open up the regional on Friday at noon. That game is on ESPN three. Um, so if you want to stream that, you need to log in with your cable satellite provider to watch ESPN. Um, but looking at their opponent, they are playing the Yukon Huskies out of the American Conference. Um, much like the Huskers, the the Huskies made it to their championship game. A um, little bit different outcome. Well, uh, they lost, but they they lost twenty two to five to Cincinnati in the uh, in the in the finale, the American uh, Conference Tournament. Um, but we were doing some research. Uh, we don't know the the starter for sure yet, but we're assuming for UConn it's going to be Mason Fioli. Uh, he's been the Friday night guy for UConn most of the year. He's a junior left handed pitcher. Um, at Wakefield, Rhode Island, uh, came into the season pretty pretty highly talented. He pitched for the uh, 
USA Collegiate Baseball team last year. He was the uh, preseason pick for American Conference Pitcher of the Year, was a preseason D1 Baseball, third-team All-American, um, also by Collegiate Baseball and the Nebraska National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association. Um, had a little bit of an up-and-down season. It really hasn't put up the numbers that he put up last year. I don't know, if you have you kind of looked at his stats line at all? No, I was just thinking in the back of my head that Nebraska against left-handed pitching hasn't been the best this year, and Darren Nurstad talked about that a little bit with the reporters out there today. And this could be interesting from that standpoint, but no, I've not gone through and looked at his uh, you know game by game results or anything like that. So I was looking at it right now. He's he's um, he's thrown seventy two innings, um, has only gone seven innings or more three times this year, and in each of his last. Uh, Last three starts, he's gone six innings or less. Um, walked a lot of guys this year. Um, he has 75 strikeouts, but 43 walks, which is a lot different compared to, mm-hmm. I assume we're going to start Matt Waldron, but Matt Waldron, I don't think, has even topped 10 walks all season. Um, so, uh, Fioli, as you said, left-handed pitcher. Um, Darren Ursett's team has struggled with left-handed pitching a little bit this year, but um, a guy that definitely has the talent in the tank to you know shut down about anybody um but hasn't really shown it as of late um looking at UConn uh for fans that maybe don't know much about the Huskies um they actually played a lot of Big Ten teams this year they they beat Illinois seven to four lost to Indiana nine to six and then swept four games from Michigan State um, wow, okay. Did not know that part, the last part. Yeah, pretty high in the RPI. They're a top 30 team. Um, their biggest kind of uh, non-conference – or biggest kind of win of the year has been uh, they opened the year with uh, – took two out of three from Louisville at a neutral site. So in Louisville, a national host – or host and regional this year, a perennial power in college baseball. Um, so, yeah, and they played Sam Houston State, who the Huskers played as well. Um this year, so they actually had quite a few common opponents on the season. Um, but yeah, it should be a good time. Uh, I guess the other teams in the tournament, obviously Oklahoma State. Um, Harvard is the number four seed. They're, they'll play Oklahoma State on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then the Huskers, win or lose, will play on Saturday. Um, hopefully we'll see a win and they'll be playing Saturday night. That'd be great. Yeah. Should be a good atmosphere, too, if it's the case. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma State and... Nebraska fans get down there and, and do their thing. So For fans still looking for tickets, I know tickets went on sale this morning, I believe 10 a.m. Um, Oklahoma State season ticket holders were able to buy tickets first, but uh, general on sale went on on sale this morning. I think uh, an all-session pass is less than 100 bucks. So um, get down to Oklahoma City. Just It's not a long drive from uh, Lincoln, Omaha, and uh, watch the Huskers this Friday. If not, we'll, you'll be able to listen to them on uh, all your normal Husker affiliates, huskers.com, Husker app, um, or like we said, you can watch it streamed live on uh, Watch ESPN. Yeah. Brian, what else uh, What else you been working on lately, or what? Uh, what's going to be coming out? Are, well, you, are the, you making the Big Red Blitz? Yeah, I was going to mention that. Um, a couple of things I was going to mention. Well, the, we'll go ahead and since you have that, uh, the Big Red Blitz is tomorrow. And that is the last day of what's well, actually the second to last day of May. Um, and the cities, I had that up here. Uh, Norfolk, right here. I, no, I, yep, I got it here. Okay. <laughs> yep, we got uh, it, be- it begins in Norfolk. I can't remember what the first one was, but yeah, it begins twelve uh, thirty on on Thursday at Norfolk at the uh, Divots Conference Center, and goes on to Fremont. 
at Christensen Field Arena at 3.30, and we'll conclude at SAC Museum uh, out off the interstate, um, at the off the uh, Ashland exit on Interstate 80, and they'll be there at 6.30 p.m. And admission is free for the first two events, and then for the evening one at the SAC Museum, admission is $20.00. And you can still reserve tickets on Huskers.com. It's about a uh, it's about a thousand capacity for for that one. For the SAC Museum, yeah. And I believe the first two admission is free, but yeah. I believe you had to have gone and got a ticket, I believe ahead of time. So um, check Huskers.com. I, I know there's some information yeah, they were dis- about yeah they were distributed um, earlier, um, uh, earlier in the month I should say. Yeah. So um, yeah, and let's see who's. Bill Moose, Scott Frost, Fred Hoiberg, Amy Williams. Am I missing anybody else that we make in that trip? I think those are. I know for sure. Um, I'm not for sure. Is Amy going for sure? I thought Amy was going. Okay. I know Darren Erstad definitely will not be on the he trip. He will not be able to and make the trip. <laughs> I don't believe Coach Cook is on it either. No. Uh, it, it, it will feature a head football coach, Scott Frost, men's basketball head coach, Fred Hoiberg, and athletic director, Bill Moose. Okay. So those are the. Those are the ones. I thought I'd heard Coach Williams was going, and if she shows up, I guess it'll be a surprise for yeah, those. That yeah. <laughs> so uh, it'll be good chances for people when, uh, and and we're going out in that area because of the mm-hmm. of the floods and mm-hmm. from, uh, from earlier this spring, and kind of a chance to you know get back and reconnect with some of those folks up there. So that should be a good time tomorrow. And also, we have the registration is now open for the annual Nebraska football road race and that'll be on Sunday July 14th outside the uh, Memorial Stadium here on the west side and you have until July 9th of that week of uh, and you can sign up on huskers.com and you can sign you can uh, go down to the uh, uh, Lincoln uh, what am I trying to say convention uh, visitors bureau no the uh, road race oh Uh, um, I don't have it in front of me, but you can go down there after July 10th and still sign up. But the registration is is greater. But you have to sign oh, gotcha. So day of the race, you can sign up. Uh, yeah. Well, those okay. few days after the race up until the day of the race, gotcha. you can still sign okay. up. But if you go to Huskers.com now and sign up, uh, you can do a credit card or whatever, and it'll be cheaper registration fee. Uh, if you wait after July 10th, then you have to go down to the uh, Lincoln Racing company <laughs> I, uh, I, I know i know what you're talking about it's uh right i on, thought I, think, I was on this sheet of paper right on really nice. did. it's uh so but you go to hustlers.com slash road race all, yeah. all the information um i think i i know exactly the place you're thinking of i can think of it. it's next to a bagel store i believe <laughs> how fitting <laughs> yes uh but yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i'm sure anyone else that's interested in the road race know knows what we're talking about um but yeah, huskers.com slash road race. Um, you can go there and find out all the information regarding the 19, 2019 football road race. Um, let's see, it looks like uh, the 5K is $30 and the one mile fun run is $25. Um, and the place you were thinking of is the Lincoln Running Company. Yeah, okay. And uh, after July 10th, yep, that's I couldn't where. think of it was running or racing. That's what, yeah. that's what I couldn't think of. And it was Lincoln Company, so. Gotcha. Electric company. I don't know. <laughs> but um, what, yeah. what else you got? Anything else to plug for? I'm doing a story on? on the achievements of the last year, the life skills department. So okay. that'll be something to read on Huskers.com in the next couple of days and have a baseball story up there as well. And so those are a couple of things to uh, 
to look at for right now. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Well, that's Brian. Uh, as he said, go to hustlers.com, read all his content, uh, some good stories up there. Um, Jeremy, and uh, what? Do, hopefully we'll be talking about a, next week, maybe Nebraska baseball going to a super regional. Not to put be. any jinx on it, but that would be, what. Well, let's be optimistic and hope Dang. for that. I can go for that, yeah. All right, sounds good. Well, until next time, have a safe one. See you later.